0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: This episode of Breaking Down the Ring is brought to you by Chala Legal Group Estate Planning. Life. Estate planning is for everyone. Whether you're worth $4,000 or $40 million, estate planning can help protect you your family, and your assets while you're alive and well. Damn. To register for an upcoming workshop today, go to chawlelegal.com slash workshops or call 586-273-7157. Again, that's chawlelegal.com slash workshops or call 586-273-7157. <laughs>
0: are listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back right here at Breaking Down the Ring uh, from a nice little hiatus at StarCast. We'll talk a little bit about that, get our live reactions for that. We're also going to be remembering the day that today is. Uh, September 11th, 2001 is a day in infamy and everybody remembers where they were. We'll talk about that. We're also going to talk a little bit about NXT's future. WWE at Madison Square Garden for the first time in quite a while with Raw and SmackDown and WWE's Clash of Champions is the paper review upcoming this sa- sunday you can listen to us talk about all of this and more this week as we break the ring down
0: Woo! you don't know what hard times are Daddy. the
2: queen the top yeah
0: Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass!
2: You just made the list! This right
0: here is a fan Hey, this is professional wrestler and professional podcaster, Colt Boom Boom Cabana. My name is Killer Cross.
1: This is The Smoke Show, Scarlett Bordeaux. What's up, guys? The After Machine, Brian
0: Cage. This is Ryan from Pro Wrestling Tees. Sadly, you are not listening to The Art of Wrestling, but you made a decent choice because you're listening. You are now listening to... And you're listening. And you're listening to... you listen
1: to Breaking Down the Ring. Breaking Down the Ring.
0: Breaking Down the Ring. Breaking Down the Ring. Breaking Down the Ring. Break it down. Oh, it's true. It's damn true.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the most inappropriate pro wrestling podcast in the motherfucking world. You're listening to Breaking Down the Ring. We are your ring crew.
0: Hi, I'm Smitty.
1: Nick fucking Gage. Close. And me, the all Mikey one, Mikey himself, God fucking damn, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a minute since we've been live. We did some stuff at StarCast, we were in Chicago, we saw All Out, you saw Nick and mine's faces all, I mean, all mm. over that fucking pay-per-view from the fucking pay-per-view, the pre-show, you saw mm, mm, mm. God, we are beautiful fucking men, and AEW no- noticed it, and they were like, Fucking put him on the screen, baby. I think it was more of a title
0: than your ugly mugs. I would point out that
1: even without that title, we'd have been all over that fucking screen. Right there. Pay-per-view. You had to pay for that shit. Right. You want to see our face? 50 bucks. Whores. <laughs> That's it. Right. I'm not going to argue it. I'm a motherfucking whore. Uh, I will charge for every goddamn piece of you want from me. You You want a nose hair? 20 cents. Yep. It's not really expensive because it's nose hair and I'm not trying to be creepy. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we got a huge uh, show. <laughs> but first, we have a major fucking announcement. As you guys and girls know, wrestling is completely changing. It's going from mainly your two main shows uh, live on television from being monday and tuesday night to a live show from wwe monday night then on wednesday you have a live show from aw and nxt from 8 to 10 p.m eastern standard time this is our times and on friday night from 8 to 10 p.m eastern standard time uh smackdown has moved to fox so we're a wednesday night show we've been doing this on wednesday nights well the problem is we're going to be doing a show in the middle of a week without any real full wrestling stuff. There's times that we want to give predictions on pay-per-views and talk about things like that. Hell, WWE is only going to be halfway through their stuff. NXT is like going to be partially playing. Uh, AEW is going to be partially playing. You won't know really much of what's going on. So we decided that we needed to change up ourselves And after we did a blind survey, all five of us, not knowing what the other ones picked, we came down to uh, the most popular hour that we are all available is Sundays at noon. But because the Sunday, the hour after that, no less people were available in the hour before. So we will be doing our shows now live Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, fuck your church listen to breaking down the ring it's a little early uh, for us but at the same time it is enough to get in through the entire week of wrestling AEW, NXT WWE as well as if there's an AW pay per view beforehand we can talk about that the next day you know when it's still fresh in our minds and then as well we can make our predictions for what we think the WWE pay per view that night would be if, there, if there's a show that night We're hoping that everyone continues to watch, listen. Again, if that's way too off your radar, if you can't be up that early, but you still want to listen to Breaking Down the Ring, go to Apple Podcasts. Go to Overcast. You can uh, subscribe to our podcast. And if you are subscribing to our podcast, same thing. Throw five stars in there. Rate us. Listen. Subscribe. Put everything. Share it with your friends. Because look, ladies and gentlemen, we're not trying to lose you, right, because of this. And we're not trying to alienate everyone, but the best – we're trying to do what's best for business. (laughs) (laughs) What's best for business. And let's be very honest is it's going to – we have to change. And if you don't – I don't know if you guys know this or not. Uh, Triple H said it himself. You either have to adapt – or it's perish. Evolve or perish. Uh, it's adapter perish. But he said. He said. He, he said. Adapt. He said. Adapter perish. Well, and that's evolution. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I know I'm right. <laughs>
0: wrong again, Smitty. God damn. But I was damn. right about those Bible verses.
1: Son of a bitch. We're less than five minutes into this new show, and motherfuckers coming wrong again. Um. So yeah. 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That is correct, Jesse, from Pro Wrestling Scorecards, which we will get into a little bit of Pro Wrestling Scorecards. Um, Before we go into anything, before we start talk StarCast, before we go into NXT, before we go into that, again, this is a uh, a day that lives in infamy in the United States of America. It is a day when terror just came at us out of nowhere. And very early in the morning... uh, People were woken up or people were on their way to something and people, but people know wherever they were, the minute a tower fell or the towers were hit, whatever you were first, you know, introduced to most people outside of New York were introduced to the second tower, you know, something before the second tower was hit or anything like that. And, um, it's different for all of us. We're all different, uh, ages.
0: Smitty, how old are you? I'll be 30 November, so 29, yeah. Nick, how old are you? 36.
1: 36. Mm -hmm. I'm 39, you know? So we all have different time frames. 18 years ago is a long time, man, you know? So September 11th, 2001, uh, the world around us in the United States of America changed forever. And it's the United States of America, okay? Um, It's sure these... These ripple effects definitely last hit everywhere. I'm not trying to say that we're the only nation that gets hit with terrorist attacks because there's been fucking France, uh, all kinds, all over the fucking place. And it sucks. But I can honestly, I saw a meme that said, I don't wish for another September 11th, but I love September 12th. Because September 12th was when all of the American – all of the people in the United States of America came together to bond no matter your race, your creed, your color, your religion, everything. You came together. Stores were selling out of flags and Mm -hmm. things like that because everyone was supporting the United States of America. And that's beautiful. But it all happened because unfortunately of the events of September 11th, 2001. Smitty, um. Where were you when you, and where were you going when this was happening? When did you first hear about
0: it, and how did it resonate with you that day and then on? Uh, I was uh, at, I was on a, a road trip coming back from Memphis, Tennessee, uh, from a funeral, and when we heard about, about it on the radio, and um, I, I don't think it really hit me until I actually got back to the I like, I got back and saw what was happening on television. Because so I was kind of like half-ass paying attention on the radio. And from there, it's just like, uh, I didn't know what to think at first, but then um, I just saw the severity of what, was, what actually happened. And from there, it was weird because I, I really felt bad for my mom, ironically, because her birthday's literally the day after. was twelfth. Tw- yeah. Because uh, we wanted to do something special for her, and, we, and like, things just weren't, it's just always been, obvi- obviously... When people bring up September, bring up September 11th. It's just so. 18 years ago, you're almost 30.
1: You're fucking 12, mm-hmm. and as a 12 year old, like, how is that like? I, I I just did you have any comprehension of how horrid it was? Was it stuff that you maybe
0: you learned even further as you got older? It's stuff I thought that only happens in movies. I think the severity the severity of this. Actually happened in real life is what kind of took me to the core.
2: Okay. Were you scared at all?
0: I don't think I was scared. I, I think I was more shocked than anything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, even as up to today, you know,
1: because let's be very honest. You know, Jon Stewart has uh, – I don't know if anybody we, – we get very little political here, but – John Stewart was fighting for the uh, first responders for September 11th up until this year because budget in the United States kept running out for those first responders, medical stuff and everything. And they were like, you know, the government's like, "Oh, we got money for you." Well, you this year, off,
0: you this
1: year, the uh, the the Congress Congress put through the bill and it passed that the money for the first responders from september 11th will never run out good you know and therefore they can get the proper medical leave but again it's still affecting them to this day because there are still people who are passing away from uh the thing the the things that came upon them the health risks and they took by rushing in there to save people which is dude we can't you, you can't talk enough about that bravery you know buildings literally collapsing and you're going all right, I gotta, but there's people in there and I gotta fucking save them. You know, the fire department of New York and, uh, the police department of New York, it, it, those first responders, um, it, it, amazing what they did, you know. Um, so, Smitty, even as to this day, obviously it's still affecting them and you were 12 then, but you're about to be 30, you're about to be 12 then. You're about to be 30 now. Um, what are your takeaways from this, from that, uh, it, it, has it hit you any harder throughout just seeing um,
0: remembrances year after year? The reminder year after year, it just reminds me that there are terrible people out there. But some people, the way that some people react to like the, the terror of certain people, it seems like other people get bad raps for it. Like specifically, like Arabs and people in, right. of Middle Eastern descent. Not all of them are terrible. Just that handful of terrible people. We can't. We have to stop looking at those people. As if they were the people that did all those terrible things. Nick, 36 years old. <clears throat> 18 years ago, this
1: happens. You're 18? Yeah, 18. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So yep. you're just graduating high school, uh, going into your senior year, or you were just just graduated. Just graduated. So um, what does this do? Where were you at when you, when you were startled to it or uh, when you just happened to flip the television or radio to it?
2: I just woke up. Um, it wasn't that long after the first building was hit. I turned my TV on and still living in my mom and dad's basement. Um, and I worked at video update when it was still in existence. Um, yeah, I turned the TV on. First tower was hit and I didn't really pay much attention. I just was like, Oh, wow, that's, that's pretty fucking crazy. You know, playing at the building, you know, whatever. Left the TV on, went and made some breakfast. And then, uh, I came back and, the second tower had gotten hit i was like wow this is this is serious mm. watched the news for a little bit and then i went up to my work to get my paycheck and um i told my boss and at the time you know we didn't have access to phones the way we do um the right. t TVs there were only for movies so he had no idea and i told really? yeah i told him and i was like dude there's two planes hit both of these towers and you know, et cetera, and, and he was like, "You're a fucking lying," and he was laughing, like he thought I was joking. I'm like, "Dude, I'm not kidding." And then, um, so I left. And about an hour later, he had called me back, and he said he closed the store. Corporate told him to close the store. Wow. He went home.
1: What What was the? <clears throat> Where did you say the job was again?
0: Video update. Video just update. a video story. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um
0: Blockbuster for you kids. That- <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but to what you said to Smitty, you know about well Smitty's point. I saw a meme today and I saw a few of them and there was a couple of different ones that were relating, you know, the never forget term and I don't want to get into this political jargon and that but it, they did kind of upset me because you brought – they would bring up Muslims and, you know, oh, well, you say you're not, you're not going to forget and then it showed a picture of a Muslim and doing some sort of political activity trying to run for office, this, that and the other and just really – that really – it did kind of upset me because, you know – for people to to judge like that after seeing what we did as a country on September the twelfth two thousand one when we can come together like that why is it any different now right you know what I mean <clears throat> so I, I won't go into any anything deeper than that but it did kind of upset me because
1: you know it just come on I <laughs> am in one hundred percent agreeance for you I was, a friend of mine was had posted something and it was uh, all he said was it seems like a lot of us have forgot. And that I was didn't it. fucking forget I'll tell you yeah, that. Yeah, well, yeah. But and then people were like, well, what are you talking about? And he was like, well, just look at the division that's going on right now. Like what brought us together and everything, you know, September 12th, you know, we Dang. So that was thunder. I don't know if you guys picked that up on the microphone. <laughs> Let's hope that the power stays on here. <laughs> um. But yeah, he, uh, he posted that. And then someone was like, yeah, I can't believe you know why? How people are the same thing you said, Nick. It Was just like uh, we're electing Muslims into office, and it's like well, one. It's not my response was. Just, I looked at this and I'm wanting to go into a political tirade. Sure. But it's Facebook, and I'm really, I'm really careful and cautious about what I post until I become really annoyed. Yeah. And eventually, it came out in a fucking status today about it. But, um, I, uh, I did comment on this and I was like, Yeah, I can't believe that's why I stopped voting Catholics into office too, because I can't believe they're supporting a religion that uh, you know, hides and covered up covers up a whole bunch of child molestation. Fucking idiots. You know, just right. yeah because it's yeah. like, look, let's let's, have- let's be <laughs> very honest. It's not like it hasn't happened. Right. It's not like it's so, still but at the same time, that doesn't mean that if you're a Catholic, you like that priest is allowed to touch that little boy. That's that's right. That's not what that means. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing as for Muslims. If you're exactly. a Muslim, it doesn't mean that you're wishing death on America. Right. The, I'm sorry, the United States of America, you know, Um but that was what my so how is this affecting you? Uh, or is it still affecting you today? Or because t- let's we're different. So you and I are fathers, yeah. right? We have children, and there are literally tomorrow there are going to be people who are turning eighteen that were not alive when September eleventh, two thousand and one, happened. Right. So now you have children who are literally looking in history books that we have. We mm. have children that look in history books and to read this stuff that happened but we were there yeah and it's way different and it's like it changes your outlook on the history stuff that you read you know um so as a dad how's it affecting you and everything now not
2: quite just yet you know uh, my daughter my youngest she's in uh she's in second grade she hasn't quite touched that type of sensitive topic yet mm-hmm. um my oldest ones they they don't really make mention of it i know that they are aware of what happened and but they don't understand the ramifications and what we felt. We've never really talked about it, um. So I, I think eventually, you know, the conversation might come up, and you know, where I was, and that's like the first big event to happen in my lifetime that my kids will be like, "Oh, well, where were you for that?" Right? You know, I, I wasn't around for an assassination of a president or anything like that. For us, it's terrorism. You know, yeah. so, um. You know, eventually we have those conversations. To me, it doesn't affect me very much. You know, I I get a little like I watched a couple of the videos today and there were a few where you could hear the phone calls of the people on the plane. It is a little upsetting and it kind of chokes you up a little bit because, wow, this is that person was dead a minute later. You know, and it's it's very sad. It is. But I don't know. It's 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 crazy, man. It's a really weird situation.
1: I was 18 years ago. I was 21. Right. So I'm legal to drink and everything like that. Uh, not like I wasn't drinking before that, but now I'm legal to drink. Yep. Uh, I had moved from Michigan. This is my first year down in Florida and I'm staying with my parents and I just get jarred awake by my mother. And it's, it's really crazy because uh, without going into my fucking history and everything, there's uh, anyone who knows me knows that me and my mother have never have not been eye to eye since the time frame, you know, a little bit after that. But it's crazy to me that all of my major shit memories all involve her. And this is one of them, you know, and it's it's not this one is not her fault, of course, but she wakes me up and she's like, you need to come and fucking look at the television. She's like, no, get your ass up and come and look at this television. So I walk out as I'm walking. You see, Boom, that second plane. I was like, fuck was that? She goes, what was what? There was a plane that hit. And I was like, no, something hit the other one. And then you see the smoke and everything. And so I remember being in Florida, the house, the bedroom. I remember every, I'm, it's so vivid what everything looked like. You know yeah. uh, when this happened, so I, I just sat there and I watched. And then, of course, you know, a lot of people talk about the Twin Towers, but let's not forget the flight that hit the you know the Pentagon as yeah, well. Yeah. The
0: Pentagon was the one. That's the thing when I oh like we got back to town right when that's the first thing I heard about. I saw on television was the Pentagon get it. So you know, I'm sitting there and I'm
1: watching all of this and I'm taking it in, and it's just it's crazy to me that I'm sitting there and realizing at 21 years old, I'm like holy shit, I'm living history right yeah. now. Like, it hit me. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, some people I've talked to, they're like, oh, yeah, the next day I realize, oh, my God, I'm part of this major part in history. But as I'm watching, in between the Pentagon and the second tower, as I'm I'm sitting there going, holy fuck, this is a major moment in history. You know, you you got the little ones where it's like, you know, uh, the bomb that went off in front of, you know, the World Trade Center and everything like that. And, but then you're like, you're just looking at everything changing. There was a Spider-Man poster. Spider-Man was coming out. Right? The first Spider-Man was (laughs) totally required. There was a fucking, the first poster had the spider, uh, just his face and in his eyes you saw New York with the Twin Towers. That poster had to be revamped because the Twin Towers were gone. Things in that movie had to be cut to take out the Twin Towers. You know, I'm a fucking nerd. The first Spider-Man comic after this was a black fucking cover and someone looking at Spider-Man going, where were you? You know, like, it's, it's all stuff that you know, you, you you take out of your pop culture and your things like that. But I'm fuck. I'm getting fuck goosebumps right now just thinking about that Spider Man cover. But it's it's still there, and it's still something that is so real that if you're doing something that in pop culture or in nerddom that was set in that city at that time, you had to fucking acknowledge it. And I felt like that was like watching my these things change. You know, I'm just sitting there going. Wow. You're I, right. The
0: Spider-Man it, did get pushed back yeah. like, like two months. Yeah. The release got pushed back two months just so they could edit. Stuff Everything.
1: Out. And, it, and it, so many things were changing around that time that I – it blew my mind, right? Yeah, poor security. How it translates yeah. into me <laughs> now though with things that are changing is – I agree. It's – we've – we can all – both of you and myself are all in the sentiment of that September 12th was great. Yeah. You know, I mean the camaraderie of the people in the United States of America, uh, it was great. Lasted for about a week. The, <laughs> no, I'd say a little bit longer than that. Yeah. And, you know, but you know, it, it to the point where a lot of people were making posts so on and so forth, you know, today and stuff. And it's like, It, Like I said, it finally came to a head and I will, you know, say to the death of me that unity is what this country is all about. It's called the United States of America. This country runs best when it's not divided. Our pledge of allegiance at the end says indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Everything in our country, the United States of America, works better when we work together. I understand that there are differences. Everyone has differences. Nick and I have differences. Smitty and I have differences. You two have differences with each other. But it does not change the fact that this show, you know, works so well because we work well together. Right. Who fucking cares about little stuff? And that's really what the fuck it is. Yep. It's little stuff and it should all be, and it's all put aside for the betterment of everything and everyone, whether it be this podcast, or the fucking government compromise working towards a greater future for the people that were leaving this stuff to, you know, that parents don't see eye to eye with themselves. I'm a single father. You know, I'm not with uh, my daughter's mother, but we don't do anything in the courts. All of our stuff is handled as adults because we compromise. Like, so I, Everyone who's ever been to one of our things at Buffalo Wild Wings seen my daughter there, right? Well, this Sunday, her mom goes, hey, can I keep her that Sunday? I'm going go to go take her to a carnival. All right, no problem. It's just a question. And it's, it, it's look, I understand that some problems are way bigger than that. But it's all about compromise and working together for the betterment of everything. And if we constantly focus on the what divides us why somebody's black or, Oh, you're white or you're this religion or you're that religion. It's like, look, yeah. Who fucking cares? Yeah. I don't give a shit about your gender. I don't care. You, you feel like you're a woman. All right. Fucking uh, fucking goddamn. You feel like a woman, Shania, Mm -hmm. do it. You know, live your life the way you want to live it. As long as it's not directly hurting anyone physically or, Mentally, you know, you're getting at him on yeah. purpose. Who fucking cares, man? Right. Just live. Enjoy. Because if you constantly let all this little shit fucking get to you, eventually you're going to be that bitter old person. You know? That's it uh, for us on that, which is a lot. And I appreciate everyone who stuck through with that. Uh, if you guys are listening or watching, feel free to leave us a comment on uh, where you were. Because, uh, look, man, this is – we grew up – a lot of people grew up dealing with this and we're definitely – if you're older than 18, hell, if you're fucking over the age of 25, you definitely remember where you were 18 years ago when this happened. Um, Speaking of futures changing and things being kind of uncertain, NXT has had some things come out about them this week. That caught some people off guard. There was a travel package announcement for WWE's Royal Rumble, right? And I will specifically go to this because it was it was crazy. So Z, his bachelor party, we've all said we're going. Uh, all, all the people standing up in his wedding has said we're going to uh, Royal Rumble. That's what we're going to do. And so I got an email with the travel packages for it, and I sent it to him. And I was like, I literally said, I was like, the problem is none of these include, none of these packages include NXT or Raw, right? And I will just give it to you right off the head. Right, going on the website, I'm going to read it as we go. There are three types of packages. There's the championship package that starts at three thousand one hundred fifteen dollars. The platinum package that starts at one thousand four hundred thirty five dollars. The gold package that sounds starts at one thousand ten dollars, and the silver package that starts off at the nine at nine hundred and twenty dollars. All of these. Have a Worlds Collide uh, ticket, which is the thing that went off at the which got uh, Velveteen Dream is North American title and things like that, and a Royal Rumble ticket. And I'm just like, man, these there's no NXT, there's no Raw. I kind of want to be involved in this. You know, I want if I do this, I want to kind of go for the whole fucking weekend. Yeah. You know, if we're going to be traveling down there, and where's it again? Houston. He, okay. And uh, January 26th, Minute Maid Park. So all of these things include the Royal Rumble and Worlds Collide. Well, you start reading the dirt sheets and you find out that things are changing for NXT. There might not be takeovers.
0: Which is bullshit.
1: Which leads to a conversation we were having. NXT going live means it's more of a main roster situation. You got your Raw, you got your SmackDown, and you have your NXT. Even more so, it looks like that these titles might be starting to show up on WWE pay-per-views because if there's no takeovers, there's obviously nowhere for them to defend them in in a big type of way, and that's crazy because takeover is something that is universally loved. It doesn't matter if you think if someone says that there are more AEW than WWE, more New Japan, more ROH. Everyone all stands by the fact that takeovers are some of the best put together shows for wrestling every year. All five of those usually stand out as major things um, to the point where there was uh, – and the UK is taking it on now. We were at Star, in StarCast. We were in Chicago for StarCast and there was – the all out for AEW on Saturday night. Saturday daytime, our time was the NXT UK, mm-hmm. which 3 a.m. Eastern time, which 3 was 3 h- hilarious. That a lot of people were like, oh, WWE used to go and give it up against AEW with the uh, NXT UK it was hours before. Calm right. down. But <laughs> if you're going by Meltzer's 8522 star rating system, uh, he gave the Young Bucks and Lucha Bros a five and a quarter star match rating, right? He also gave that same rating to a spot to a match on NXT UK. Tyler which Bates was Walter.
0: Walter versus Tyler Bate. Thanks, Smitty. <laughs> i sorry. I actually walked on, I sat down and watched that match and, like, oh shit.
1: Um, so we're watching this and he gave a rating that he really has. I don't even think he's given anything higher. Were any of the Gargano Ciampa? Gar- uh, they got five. Fives. Five, Yeah. And Andrade was a five with yeah. Gargano. Yeah. So. This is the first time that he's surpassed his rating for any type of WWE product, which is huge. Which means that these are even becoming more universally loved by the Meltzers, who are 100% ROH New Japan Elite. He's in a mark for them. Sure, And he just doesn't like the style in WWE, which is fine. It doesn't mean it sucks, but it doesn't mean it's his cup of tea. But now it seems like his cup of tea is being touched by these NXT shows. Smitty, all this announcement of losing a TakeOver... Um, what are your thoughts, brother?
0: I was, I said, I was one of the first ones to say I was, was skeptical about them going live and being part of the, the pretty much the under the regular WWE banner, and we all said there was going to be changes, but taking away the takeovers, it's it was one of the staples of NXT that kind of ma- that made it great because they were built stories for months and months and months, and takeover will be a culmination, and. Them going weekly live and all that, and you just throwing them on pay per views, it's gonna be just like pretty. Much, it's gonna be just like Raw and SmackDown, where you're not gonna get those stories. You're not gonna get those fleshed out stories anymore. And that's one thing I didn't want,
2: Nick. I don't think that they're gonna get rid of takeovers. I, I saw. Okay, they don't have a one for Royal Rumble. They've got Worlds Collide, but I, I wish I could remember where I read it just a few days ago. Um, But the idea is just that particular weekend. No mention that I saw of takeovers done, period. And I know that a lot of people like to jump the gun because when one change happens, okay, well, then that's the inevitable fact that, okay, now it's all fucked. I, I really don't. I don't think that they'll get rid of it. Maybe it'll be on like a little bit of a hiatus, Maybe come WrestleMania they'll bring a takeover back, maybe even before that. But I really – I can't see them doing away with it. I really can't.
1: Uh, On Wrestling Inc., it says uh, that while the pre-Rumble SmackDown will now be held in Dallas, the post-Rumble Raw will be held in San Antonio. These two shows were expected for Houston. Regarding the World's Collide special that we noted earlier, it's believed that the event will feature NXT, NXT UK, and 205 Live superstars, but plans are still being worked out. The event will air live on the WWE Network that night, likely in the same time slot that TakeOver events usually air in. WWE will still be holding TakeOver events, but the schedule is being worked on now and will be released in the near future. A WWE representative issued a following statement to PW Insider in response to the Worlds Collide event replacing TakeOver that Saturday night. The event will be Worlds Collide. The schedule for the 2020 Takeover, the NXT TakeOver events will be out in the near future. So again, um, the complete jump on this is that It looks like it looked like takeover was going away. And I have, and I agree. If takeovers go away, it's a major problem. Yeah. However, I also think it's a major problem that they're moving them from these main WWE events. I feel like it is a situation that. It played well into each other. There was, it was an added bonus to your Royal Rumble weekend, to your WrestleMania, your SummerSlam, your Survivor Series. And then, of course, there was the one in that was in Chicago throughout whenever, or the fifth one that happened. You had 25. So, wherever it was held, it was Chicago the first two years, and then you're right, 25 was the fifth one uh, for 2019. So, I guess the next question is, even though it's it's being said, let's let's play devil's advocate. It's not going anywhere. It's still takeover. But does it hurt it more that it's not involved with the big four, Nick?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think it hurts WWE as a whole because that's a draw, not just because, oh, Royal Rumble's coming. So uh, is there a takeover? There's not. Okay, fuck it. I don't want to go to Royal Rumble. I don't think it's going to be like that. But that... Definitely plays a part in it, especially when you consider that that whole weekend is based on me buying that package, going to TakeOver, going to Rumble, going to Raw, going to SmackDown. But if you give it a TakeOver and then you put Raw and SmackDown in a couple different places, you know, it just – I definitely think it hurts. It really does.
1: They were making the big four a week thing like in WrestleMania. Yeah. And it was great from a lot, what a lot of people said, you know, and now it seems like that's changing. Uh, Jesse asked if we think the pay-per-views are going to be longer or do we think there won't be all title matches on pay-per-views? What do you mean by longer, Uh, Jesse? If you can elaborate, we'll answer that question. Smitty, um, does it hurt that weekend for the big
0: four without the takeover to you personally? Yes, because we've often said that sometimes the takeovers, sometimes they're better than actual WWE pay-per-views at times. Mm and for well, like the wrestling fans like like people like me taking away takeover like you're taking away prom, like even though I'm still going to be excited about the big 4 you're taking away one of the main draws that want me to go to CDs
2: and that gets you pumped for the main event on Sunday for going to mania for going to royal rumble I mean that's a that's a warm up that's an appetizer and that's a damn good appetizer that's sometimes better than the main course
1: I will fully admit that in looking at these packages, I was bumped. Um, Worlds collide, I guess can be something that's great, right? Um, the last one, it had good matches throughout it and it did propel the Velveteen dream to become your North American champion, you know, but at the nope. same time, it also involved people that then just were thrown away. You know, uh, Luke Harper was, is one of those. So it's when you watch a takeover, you watched the culmination of things, like Smitty said, storylines that were built that ended at certain takeovers, or even continued throughout that takeover, after that takeover. But worlds collide is more of a thrown together thing. It's not going to you're not going to be as emotionally invested in some of these things. And I literally was like, I would have spent. That $3,000 for that package, if I was getting TakeOver, Rumble, Raw, and SmackDown, even maybe not SmackDown because obviously SmackDown being Friday and you're trying to figure out how you're going. But it's it's possible. You know, Um, now I just kind of don't care. Yeah. Like I want to see the Rumble because it would be cool to go to a Royal Rumble. I've never gone to a Royal Rumble. But as far as these packages go, it's – it's it's mainly I'm literally we were talking about it. It's, I'm really help happy that these fucking hotels are involved. Yeah, that's it. Because outside of what I had said, like just the nine hundred dollar package, right? Uh, Royal Rumble ticket uh, in the one hundred level rose ten and up, right? Uh, World's Collide ticket seating one hundred level uh, lower bowl rolls rose ten and up again. Those are good seats. I'm all right with that. Even at the next one, I believe was uh, the rows one through ten, one through nine. Yeah, so the Royal Rumble ticket, if you get the gold package, is uh, lower bowl rows one through nine. Um, But then. You get breakfast with the WWE superstars and legends a breakfast style buffet and exclusive autograph section session Sunday, January 26th, the day of the Royal Rumble. Uh, Royal Rumble meet and greet with WWE superstars and legends uh, on that same Sunday. Exclusive WWE travel package VIP concierge, which takes you around and everything. Uh, But then you get a Houston area hotel, uh, two night hotel accommodation, check in Saturday, check out Monday, you know, and um, each person in the group will share one standard room. You know, so it's like you got fucking two rooms, two queen, like we did for Star, yeah. Starcast, mm-hmm. and that's what it was. It was like silver package pricing, two night hotel accommodations. If there's one person, it's gonna cost you twelve thirty five, right? But if there's four people, it's nine hundred twenty dollars a month a person. You know, and then you can jump to gold for ninety dollars more uh-huh. a person, which then gets you better tickets as well for that. And it's really the hotel that I'm willing to do these packages for because those hotels are going to be stupid expensive yeah. around this, and it might cost as much as these fucking packages, a thousand dollars, and I get to go to these events, have a hotel, and get chauffeured around. Okay,
2: meet superstars. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, uh, and um. So th- therefore it's a uh it's worth it but it definitely takes a hit personally that there's no takeover because that would have pumped up a lot more. It was one of the main things we were talking about doing it for, you know. Um I'm going to take these off. I'm becoming a sweaty bitch. Uh so yeah, NXT's changing, uh takeovers being completely different, uh farther away uh, or different weekends from this. I guess the next question is, Nick, are they still going to run the arenas that they ran for TakeOver? Are they, are, are we still thinking a 15? A like, cause TakeOver was put into the same thing that Raw and SmackDown were at, right? The set didn't change. You had your TakeOver on Saturday, then you went to a different venue for whatever the Big Four pay-per-view was, and then Raw on Monday and Tuesday, uh, Raw on Monday, SmackDown on Tuesday was the same place that NXT was. Are we still thinking TakeOvers are going to be in Raw or SmackDown type arenas? I would say so, yeah. No doubt. You don't think that's going to change?
2: No, I don't think so, especially considering you can still have SmackDown on Friday, TakeOver Saturday, you know, if and when that comes back, and then Raw on Monday.
0: Yeah. Smitty maybe bigger, smaller, or same? I think it should stay the same, but I think if 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 they if it, uh, TakeOver's game more trash, they're going to put them in bigger arenas. Okay. Uh, I, I think you' should say the same because I believe that smaller intimate audience they can get you get those reactions like the crowd you, you listen to take over crowds it's like almost being in like like listening to an ecw show right with the crowd with a crowd, when the crowd's there and the crowd is into it it's intimate you can see, you can actually see and kind of feel Well, they're it. not
1: changing nxt the the show It's was, still being produced out of full sale every week it's not even like they're going on tour with this
0: in arenas that size or anything like that I'm just saying like just to like those the where they are right now, where where any SmackDown Raw type places, you're getting better crowd reaction out of these takeovers than you are on raw SmackDown. And I think it's like if you if you keep up in it, you're gonna lose some of it. Lose some of that uh crowd reaction.
1: Crowd reaction or the intimate feel? Intimate feel more. Well the so. intimate feel, of course. But yeah, that's even bands do that, you know. Eventually bands become yeah. so big that they stop touring and places like you know Detroit's Fox Theater and stuff like that which are n- bigger but still intimate but then they you know eventually like Foo Fighters and Tool and stuff and they like do things like Little Caesars Arena Taylor Swift little, you know she was at Ford Field which is even bigger than Little Caesars Arena yeah. you know so the intimate feel definitely goes away the the more popular an artist becomes um, do we Smitty we'll start with you on this fear further for nxt now that we finding out that the takeovers are disappearing from the four to an extent at least Further, starting with royal one because let's not pretend like it's, it's very possible it's still gonna be part of wrestlemania weekend right we don't know uh but do we fear that nxt is going away from its original
0: format what they say it wasn't no because it's
1: already gone even now it's already gone away from its original format um are are you fearing you're going to lose the product quality with things changing like this now?
0: Yes, I've always had that fear. Even though Triple H has said it's still going to be him running the show. It's still going to be him running the show, but they've also said they're going to bring on more writers. They're going to the two hours, which honestly, I feel you're going to see it's going to get more scripted. So I feel like going to, with that stuff like that being announced, I think they're going to get, end up being more scripted in that. It's just gonna end up being just another product on WWE television, and that's what I fear. To where you won't even like. You're just. Are you
1: even remotely thinking that it won't change? I'm hoping it won't. No, I'm. Th- are you thinking? Not hoping. Are you like okay? But there's still possibility it won't change.
0: I think it. I don't know at this point. I just, I'm I really think I'm just gonna sit on the edge of my seat and see what happens. All right,
1: Nick, coming back. Are you any? Because I remember we were talking about this. You know, you and I were kind of like, you know, I uh, Triple H saying everything's going to stay the same. I'm not really worried about the product. But now that this has come out, does it make you fear a little bit more for the product? Or are you still in that? I have to wait and see until it changes.
2: I'd still have to wait and see. Um, I'm a little skeptical.
1: A little more skeptical? A little
2: more skeptical, but I still, you got to give it some time, at least at least six months to see what happens, even I would say through the next two big four pay-per-views, three. Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, see what they do with the brand, see what they do with the takeovers, if they go away. Yeah, it's still going to take some time, but I am, I'm nervous, I'm a little nervous, can't say I'm not.
1: Uh, the question Jesse was referring to was when uh, there's the, with the assumption of if maybe takeovers do go away, uh, do you think the WWE pay-per-views are going to be longer, or do you won't be th- think that all the titles won't be on the pay-per-views? Now that's saying if we're including NXT into it, right? Nick, your thoughts? Um, oh man, um,
2: I don't necessarily think that they would be longer, but I think it could hurt the matches themselves you know what we might find a 25 minute match in the main event or you know getting deeper into the pay-per-view they could shorten some matches up so they could add in an NXT championship match a North American championship match if they were to be longer it wouldn't be much i don't know man that's that's tough that's a tough that's a tough question because i mean if you're talking about a pay-per-view every month Adding NXT into that and making all these pay per views minimum four hours plus your pre show, it's a lot of fucking wrestling, dude. Mm. It's a lot of wrestling.
0: Uh, Smitty, your thoughts on it? First and foremost, the titles aren't always used in pay per views to start off with. We haven't done anything with the IC title until right now, and that's because the whole gimmick is He's this referring discovery. to the NXT titles. Wait, that's going into my point. Second. So. The whole thing about like making them longer, in, including NXT titles. You're not gonna get an NXT title. Like it's, I think you're gonna like the what makes the takeover so special is that to take that all the titles always are defended on takeovers. With like taking away takeover, those titles probably will get, even get less featured time behind Raw and SmackDown. They're gonna be treated like they they'll be treated like third class citizen titles the NXT ones if yes. you go into those you think they just won't fucking matter at all. I don't think they'll get the uh, treatment that they do as they, as as they have on takeover. They'll be they'll be treated pretty much like the IC and tag titles on the main roster right now. Even the main NXT title. That's the only one I think may get some shine anywhere anytime. The women's title? Nope. All right. Um
1: let's go back in a little bit of our past and have a conversation about Starcast. Obviously, anyone who paid attention to our show last week, we did a lot of interviews. Sm- excuse me, Smitty did a lot of interviews um <laughs> with a lot of the people that were at uh Starcast, you know, fans, uh vendors, you know. If you paid attention to our YouTube, we did a couple things with vendors. Nick did an interview with DDP. And, uh, I did an, I had an interview with ODB, which by the way, we're wishing all the best for For her success, man. Uh, coming out one morning to find out that the thing that you've been putting, you put all your money into after your career to keep going, um, just went up in flames. That's fucking crazy. Those pictures were
2: rough, dude. Yeah. So
1: we wish nothing but the best, uh, for that one dirty bitch. You know, she's uh she was a great person to speak to every time we saw her, she said Hello. Uh, when we were out there and then of course she was in all out man you know she that was a really uh, part cool. of the casino uh battle royal so uh, we you know we're wishing the best for her so smitty was this even your i, I know this is your first star cast but was it for your first just wrestling convention i know you've been to many comic cons. yeah really? this is my first pure
0: wrestling convention
1: all right uh Nick, have you been to Comic Con before? No, no, you know, you so you've never been to a convention of any time, nope. any kind, and so this is your first full foray into it. Yeah, and you just fucking had the run of the place because you were a vendor, you weren't a fucking uh, media mark. I, I marked out a little bit. Yeah. I, I'm
2: wearing a fucking MJF scarf for Christ's sake. I marked out a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. But <clears throat> I had a blast. You know, <laughs> I, I couldn't help it. You know, I, I really couldn't. And if I were to go back again. I, I probably wouldn't be as marky. But uh
0: <laughs> what well, like uh, a funky bunch?
2: Yeah. Or if I had been to a Comic Con before or something like that, but yeah, I, I was a little starstruck by it all. You know, I, right. I couldn't help it.
1: Um we got to have a, a lot of great conversations that we put up on our podcast. Um so if you guys are you know, obviously anyone who's paying attention live, feel free to go back and check our uh our uh, inventory of podcasts. You know, it's our last one that we had before this episode. If you are listening to the podcast now, make sure you check out the one before that. Uh, A lot of good conversations, a lot of great people to meet and talk to. Uh, Smitty, I guess I want to, you're really the only thing I want to talk to about this because I left you to your own devices, man. If there was anything, I, these bastards left me. (laughs) if, if, If there was anything, I did that I said this motherfucker is about to sink or swim and I'm gonna find out and i don't think you if I'm giving you my honest opinion uh I think you treaded water very well good uh, i don't think you i I, like I don't i don't think you drowned at all You know, uh, I do honestly believe that is there improvement? Fuck. Yeah, of course. But the fucking for everyone, even for us, when we do this show, there's an improvement, but I was more surprised by how things came out versus in a good way versus going, oh, fucking Smitty. So as a, you were thrown into it, man. How did you feel about being the one to drop the
0: interviews and stuff like that? It was my first time doing something like that. The first one or two, uh, I was kind of—you you probably tell—but when I got into uh, like the flow of it, it was—it it, kind of came to like some of it Kind of came second nature. And did you get to listen
1: to the show, our show? Have you listened to
0: it? yet? Uh, I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet. So I was pl- planning on doing that when I get out of here. Okay. It's like every time we said. left,
2: he—he he was like, "Oh yeah, I got another interview. Huh. Yeah, I got another interview. Yeah, I got another interview." Like, damn.
0: Now, hey, I just got people like. I'll just ask people, like, would you like to talk about your StarCast experience? Yeah. And that's awesome, man. Um, They announced for StarCast 4.
1: um, Baltimore. In Baltimore, November 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th, which is around full gear. Um, We're not saying we're not going to be a part of StarCast 4, but we're also not saying we are going to be a part of StarCast 4. Uh, We'll obviously keep everyone updated as things go on with that. So let's move into this week in wrestling. Um, Oh, nah, Just keep going. Yeah, <laughs> no, <Keep moving> <laughs> you, you piqued my interest. You bastard. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I I forgot to talk about, uh, the originate NXT was, you know, starting live on USA beginning the 18th. And now it was announced a week ago that these are going to be one hour episodes. Uh, and then the second hour is going to be available on the WWE Network. And Smitty, you were making mention of something earlier about how things are changing to two hours. So there's going to be more writers. And my argument for that last time was there's no difference in time in these NXT shows at all. Sure, it was an hour on the WWE Network with four ads. So two minutes of it, you know, it tops was not NXT wrestling. This is, and then the last time they did an hour on USA and they went back to the WWE network, if you rewatch that episode, it's still an hour on the WWE network. And they still put that first hour on USA and then you watch the second half of the show on the WWE network. So I guess my question is, I, I understand that that's the first, they would have to do this because there's obviously programming that was already built in for this. But do you feel Smitty that it was a bait and switch? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Why? Uh, I feel like they want to try to wean it off the network somehow. And this is the best way to do it. Especially with in the, uh, that's other not programming. Bait and switch.
1: Bait and switch is promising you one thing and then giving you something completely different. That's a bait and switch. Nick, was this a bait and switch? No.
2: No. What was it to you? Um, It's just growth. Growth, trying to gain more exposure, trying to build the brand.
1: There is also something that came out this week. Uh... That I read on Wrestling Inc. I love Wrestling Inc. I think Wrestling Inc. is amazing. Uh, WrestlingInc.com. If you guys want to get your news, go fucking there. Do it. Uh, Where is it at? There is something that I saw that is now I cannot find on there. Uh, The WWE Network is changing. Uh Uh-huh. It is tearing up.
0: Oh, yeah. There is uh a
1: free tier... There is the regular tier and there's the premium tier. So, I well, I don't think this is a bait and switch. I think... It's funny. I watch Suits, right? Mm -hmm. And I've... When they announced it, I was like, so are they moving Suits back? Because I knew that the final episodes, and I knew it ended at the end of this month of September. And... So then when they announced, no, no, it's just an hour. And then I was like, oh, that's, there you go. That's, you get people, you draw them in, they go to the network and then they fucking watch it. And then, but you still have two weeks ahead of AEW. But I, the minute I saw this tier thing pop up, I was like, there it is. There is the reasoning for this. It's not about AEW anymore. It plays a part of it. And I'm not going to say it's not a strong part, Mm -hmm. like 25, 30, 40%. But God damn, if this isn't the smartest way that WWE is getting their network over right before they put in tiered pricing. So... Take the hottest thing on your network. You are t- you are starting something brand new that you get people to watch on Wednesdays, and you got an hour into it, and then you put them into the network for an hour. Well, after that fucking part of the network, people still are still on it. When you're Nick, when you're watching something on Netflix, uh, and it's finished, and you were sitting down watching it, um, do you stay on Netflix normally if if you're not done watching TV at that? Do you stay on Netflix or do you jump to a different app? Majority of the time.
2: If I'm not done watching TV ready for bed, I stay on Netflix.
1: Okay. Yep. Smitty, if you're watching Netflix and you're not done watching TV, you want to watch something else after whatever you are watching, do you stay on Netflix the majority of the time or do you majority of the time jump to a different app like Hulu, whatever,
0: uh, yeah, WWE I, Network or something yeah, like I, that? I actually do jump because I, cause there's certain programs I can't get on certain like, on certain platforms. Okay. so But majority of the time, if you're
1: watching Netflix, you're going to jump first.
0: Yeah, I'll jump first. So 50,
1: how many, what's your percentage? About 50-50. So not majority, about half. About half. Okay. I'm with Nick the majority of the time, even if it's like 60%, still the majority of the time. I stay on Netflix. I stay on whatever streaming site I'm already on, including WWE, Network, including Hulu, no matter whatever. Usually if I'm not done, I just, I scroll through to see if I want to find something on there. And then I'll go, oh man, if I jump, it's because I'm like, oh yeah, also I want to watch this. After I scroll, if you're a wrestling fan and you get pulled into that WWE network for that final hour of NXT for two weeks, you're scrolling. Yep. And you're looking, and you're becoming interested in the things that they have on there. And it is now a 100% Netflix type experience. They have switched the way they it, the layout is. It has the sidebar menu now, yep. just like Netflix, and it's real easy to look around. WWE network and find things that you like right when you go to the sidebar. First thing it does is offer you in ring pay per views, raw smack. So you start looking and you start fucking scrolling and then you get sucked in. And you sometimes just like if a YouTube, if you're fucking watching YouTube on your phone or your computer, wherever you oh, get okay. sucked into a fucking wormhole, yeah. Yep. Right? I did That's what WWE week. is doing and oh, it's fucking genius.
2: Well, and the first tier is free,
0: first, first tier. tier. First tier, yes. Yeah. Um, but did they include this? There are things you won't be able to do on the first tier, right? Hmm. So, uh, did, did they release, like, the, what, what each tier was supposed to be? Bringing? Yeah. I've seen it.
1: Yeah, again, uh, I th- saw it too, and I can't fucking find yeah. it right now. Uh, I just, I'll just search WWE Network. And maybe it'll pop back up.
0: Um. So I know like the. Uh, well, I think the free tiers said something about um, you would get the big four and something like, that. or you get the pay per views. You get uh, I don't think you get the pay per views with the free tier. Do you like? And it, what was it? Because cause I was looking at, I, guess I was reading it too earlier this week. All right, my phone's too far. So the nine
1: ninety mm-hmm. nine thing is the thing that you have now.
0: Yes. Right. Um.
1: I'm gonna. I'm hoping one of these is it. Because this is. All right. So this is from Walt, What Culture. Uh, speaking to The Verge, WWE co president George Bar- Bar- Barrios has reiterated that big changes are coming for the WWE network. I wonder if this will just take me to The Verge.
2: I have it here.
1: Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. I got The Verge art- article. The Verge. Yep ww network 2.0 how ww rebuilt its streaming service after a split with disney um so
0: uh, i'm just gonna go back to that because it was quicker oh uh, what the
1: fuck right, sorry i clicked something else um porn yeah <laughs> and uh the pr- the tears uh, the free option will be made up the usual free to view videos that you find on WW.com. Plus there may be uh, may well be a preview version of paid WW network content. For the regular tier WW network, it seems to be basically what fans have already been paying nine ninety nine a month for, as in the subscription service will get you the live peer views, original programming, the archive content, and the standard material seen since WW Network launched in twenty fourteen. Wow. Mm -hmm. I didn't fucking realize it. On the premium pricing plan, the interview saw Barrios enthused. We think there's also an opportunity to super serve our most passionate network subscribers with a premium tier that will bring together more content for them, more features for them, and also integrating some of our other non-video service like our commerce, potentially integrating something like free shipping, bringing together our digital ticketing efforts in there. It becomes the one place to experience everything WWE. He didn't give up how much it's going to cost. But he said it's in there. <sighs> WWE Networks tiered system with them bringing in the people for the first free day 30 days free with the two month, weeks of NXT. I think it's genius. I it's exactly what they're doing, exactly what they want to do. So now I'm while I know this is at AEW, it's more about them.
0: Yeah. Uh, but Smitty, how do you feel about it? Yeah, I'm just going to keep my basic <laughs> WWE Network package right now. Not what I asked you.
1: How do I, you I, how feel I feel about what the way they're marketing this and doing it and put it together? Is it a smart idea? Uh, Business-wise, yeah. Nick?
2: Very, very smart idea. Why? Well, number one, they already push, then which they've been pushing forever, free to new subscribers. You'll get... Clash of Champions, and you'll get Hell in a Cell, free to new subscribers. Now, not only will you get that, you're going to get NXT. You're going to get all the other crap, too. Uh, And then on top of that, once, like you said, you're going to start scrolling through. And while people may be inclined to subscribe then, when you add in these additional features, these tiered packages, people look at it like, okay, well, yeah, I'll spend – $9.99 Nine ninety nine a month on this. Well, I mean God, I might as well spend another five bucks and get that shit too. Why not?
1: So what is your cap at would you would you possibly think of the tiered thing? And if so, what's the most you'd spend?
2: I guess it would depend on what they included. Um if the max was at fourteen ninety nine, I would bump it up. If it was only for like Free shipping and early access to tickets? No. Because quite honestly, I don't go to enough live events or buy enough shit off WWE.com to justify the free shipping. I do that with Amazon. Um what but
1: if, what if it stayed 999 and the other, and the regular dropped? I'd stay at 999. You would then go yeah. for the premium tier? Yeah, might as well. I asked this because uh good friend Craig says he's going to upgrade for sure. Yeah. I asked this because this week there was uh, an Apple event right and the apple event they announced their television streaming service everyone's got a fucking streaming service now and a lot of people were projecting apple to do you know what apple does you know 10 bucks 15 bucks a month this is what you get you get all these shows hbo does it for 15 so on and so forth um but apple flipped it and went the disney plus route which is an amazing value route $6.99, 4 screens, all 4K. You get whatever Disney fucking throws at you, right? Yeah. Compared to what we said with Netflix is 15, 30, 15, 13 dollars $13.99. Like for the same pack, four screens, four K, so on and so forth. Sure, there's thir- there's a $12.99 Netflix one, but you only get two screens and no 4 k Um, so Apple comes out $4.99 really? for their service. I, I didn't even know. Yeah. $4.99 <laughs> for their service. Uh first month is free. If you buy yourself a new Apple product, being a phone, uh, an iPad, a MacBook, uh, you get a year free. Holy shit. Yeah. And my first thought of that was, and I told my friends, I think Netflix is fucked if they don't change. Because you can get Disney Plus and Apple TV Plus right now, and that's 12 bucks. That's cheaper. That's a dollar cheaper than Netflix yeah. wow. at the two screen with no 4K. You know, four bucks cheaper than Netflix. So my thought process is, if WWE wants to keep up with this, your smart money says drop your regular tier to seven ninety
0: nine. Mm-hmm.
1: Right? It's a dollar more, maybe even six ninety nine if you want to compete with Disney. But my thought process: if you're already doing nine ninety nine, two bucks off. Yeah, and it's your regular tier. I'm not even stay, saying stay at $9.99. I'm saying you can then jump your super tier up to $11.99, maybe $12.99. Yeah. Right? So there's a 4 or $5 difference in between regular and premium. And I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't spend more than $13.99 for a premium, depending on what it offers. Yeah. Right? Because if, if you're telling me that uh, – yeah, whatever. It is like, oh, where are you going to – it's, it's like the fucking crates where we're also going to send you a free T-shirt every week, yeah. month. And like, oh, well, that's you know, something cool and stuff like that. Um, but again, you get your four screens, blah, blah, blah. Because right now I think it's only like two people can watch. Uh-huh. You know, uh, And I know this because sometimes my kid's watching something and I'm watching something and then Walt watches something and it cuts off. I'm like, God damn it, Walt. <laughs> 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 fucking Walt. <laughs> fucking Walt. Um, but I believe that if you go, ho- if you try to hit that fourteen ninety nine thing, you kind of lost some people. Yeah, you know, especially with a lot of people fighting the tiered pricing plans that are out right now with ne- everyone. A lot of people are angry yeah. at Netflix to the point where even before these other Ooh, things too. are coming out, I know people that left Netflix. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm done. I, I'm I'm spending fifteen bucks a month, fourteen dollars a month for something that. I, I watch every now and then, yeah. you know, but I'll go rather watch this. And it's like, yeah, I, I can't argue it. There's so much of it now. Yeah. You know, and it's really funny because that means the, remember when piracy was huge, <laughs> And Arr. then everyone was like, "Oh, the piracy is going away because there's all these streaming services where you get all this stuff, and it's so cheap." Yeah. You know, Netflix was that DVD thing, and then it eventually started oh, streaming. Yeah, I remember that. But it was still only eight bucks a month, and you were streaming yeah. all this Netflix,
0: stuff. They ended Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: and they did all that, and they fucking now they're jumping up more and more money, and then there's a, then Disney comes out and they're like, "Yeah, well we own everything, and we don't have a middleman, so." Seven bucks. And you're like, Suck. what? I'm like, oh, and you want ESPN? And you want Hulu? And Twelve ABC, bucks. Yeah. What?
2: That's on the Disney one? Yeah, you can get Disney yeah.
1: Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu with ads ABC for 12 well. bucks a month.
0: Is ABC,
1: is, is ABC included with that one as well? No, or? I maybe. I don't know. It's Probably. A, Cause but a, again, cause Disney just, owns ABC. Own it, but Hulu's on it. Yeah, ABC has Hulu. So it's the same. It's Jesus. There. So they're like, 12, oh, cheaper than the two screens of Netflix, plus we're giving you 4K, plus we're giving you twice as many screens, and it's a dollar cheaper than that fucking Netflix one It only gives you two at 1080p. And then Apple comes out, and Apple, who is the most expensive charging company of any of them, I'm an Apple fanboy, and I still go, fuck, really? Comes out $4.99. Oh, you want the new iPhone that's coming out in two fucking weeks? You get Apple TV Plus for free for a year. That's crazy. What? So people are fighting back against these prices, and Netflix has to change. Yeah. You know, but that in that same realm, that $9.99 for the WWE network seemed really good for a very long time. It's been five fucking years. Yeah. So $9.99 came out when Netflix was doing things at $10 as well. Netflix went up, but everything else just went down. So I think a nice seven, if you want to keep battling everyone, $7.99 and go to $12.99. Yeah. I think that's smart. Me makes personally. Sense. No, it um, makes sense. After somebody, knowing all that, yeah. Would you ever pay for the premium tier if it hit $12? 99 or something like that. Would you think about spending
0: three more dollars a month? Possibly because I've about that much for my Hulu. Just so I don't have ads.
1: Uh, fuck no shit. Um, oh yeah. No ads. Good shit. I forgot about that.
0: Um. What is the I'm gonna most. Our shit, no matter what. What is the through.
1: most that you would spend for a premium tier? Is it that $3 or
0: maybe would you go five more? Uh, The most I would probably pay maybe is about 13, 14 99. Okay, so four
1: bucks more yep. tops. All right. Nick, what's your limit for that top tier? Fourteen
0: ninety nine. Fourteen ninety nine. So That's, five bucks yeah. tops. Mm-hmm. All
1: right. All right, guys. WWE was at Madison Square Garden for the first time in a very long time. As a matter of fact, other wrestling promotions have put on events at Madison Square Garden since the last time WWE <laughs> was at MSG. Um,
0: <laughs> they did
1: Raw, which saw the return of Stone Cold Steve Austin after who? God, months. Like how many months? Like one and a half. Uh, Because (laughs) Raw Reign, and then also he's pushing the show. And then um, WWE brought Undertaker for SmackDown. Uh, Let's just all encompassingly, you watch MSG. It's WWE programming. Is this some of the best WWE programming you have seen in a long time? And if yes, do you think it's because of the arena that they were in and we'll start with you smitty
0: i think some of the better stuff they've done yeah, and yes it is because this is madison square garden and uh madison square garden is also one of the places that have one of those kind of intimate fan bases when it comes to wrestling do you think it not wasn't just a fan base but like the workers were working harder and what really stood out to you uh things that stood out to me uh that Fatal 4-Way, I, mean, uh, t- I mean, tag team match uh, with the ladies, the ladies, uh, the ladies tag team, team match, match okay. that, that stood out um, on Raw. Smack, That's, that, I just want
1: to know one. Okay. One stood out. And do you th- think that the workers worked harder because it was MSG?
0: I think they worked harder because it was MSG, but it's also those four women. These always work well together as well. Nick. um,
2: First, I want to say that Steve Austin pop. I've heard crowds pop. But there's a tone in that pop. There's like, yeah. Like, everybody's cheering. But then it goes up another octave. Yeah! And you could fucking discern and hear that difference. Like, he came out. Even from when he was on TV a couple weeks ago. Wow. So, by with that, the whole feel of it, the arena being, air quotes, sold out. No, it was sold out. MSG always shows <laughs> Everybody in that building, the camera angles, the feel, the crowd, you know, to be cliche, the electricity, all that. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely one of the better Raws I've seen in a long time. That women's match, yep, definitely the one that st- uh, stood out. Cedric Alexander and AJ2, that was, for as short as it was, it was pretty decent. I liked it.
1: They... On SmackDown, try to recreate the nostalgia mode of Kofi Kingston and Randy Orton from 10 years ago in Madison <sighs> Square Garden. Yeah. And they tried to have it come off as, look, it's still, it's going on, blah, blah, blah. Stoop. Nick, were you bought into it or were you just like, God, this is annoying?
2: I was for a minute until they went out into the crowd and I could tell that the first table they were going to use had a little crack in the middle of it. And uh, Kofi sat down on the fucking table, broken half. A minute later, with a nothing happening, and I was like, "Fucking come on!" <laughs> so they, had... so the, the, the
1: table breaking by itself basically uh, is took you out of it. That ruined it right wow. there.
0: Smitty, ah, uh, was it? I watched that raw when it happened, and it's like trying to recreate something. It kind of takes away from it the whole yeah. moment. So I really wasn't into it. Nothing at all. What's just
1: sad because of all the stuff that Brandy and Kofi have been doing recently until that were some was some of the great stuff we were talking about it, you know it seemed like that uh had fallen flat until the recent connection of everything with it and this one i agree it felt forced you mm-hmm. you're just sitting there going this doesn't feel cool
0: you know it's it, it was it, cool it, 10 years ago it
1: it feels like you're trying to force me to remember something You know, and I don't know if it was the table breaking or Randy coming out to in the audience to where you're like, oh, I guess they're gonna go out in the audience now. You know, it's it's weird to me, yeah, that they chose to do it in a non organic way, and then it never became organic. Mm -hmm. You know, sure, the people around there were cheering; they're on fucking television. You know, I we're cheering on fucking AEW. You know, I tell you this: what was going on when we were cheering? We saw ourselves on screen, <laughs> <laughs> <schafteted> that was shit happening, at the, when when they're fucking throwing <laughs> the camera in our face, they're like, look at the bell, it's so pretty. my face like many things, but again, you know, it's you're fucking on TV, so you're gonna flip, you know, and. The re- this stands out to I, I brought it up because this is what stands out to me. Because of all the organic stuff that you had going with Austin, uh, to start and end RAW, that you had with the ladies in the tag match, the even the as shitty as it was, and I don't think it did anything for Sami Zayn, it was still organic that Sammy, because Sammy, that's what he does, he comes out and fucking cuts people off. And yeah. he talks to, and he got his choke, and he got fucking slammed to the mat, you know? It, that still felt more organic than what was going on in a feud that had just finally picked up its steam. Yeah, And then all of a sudden, Yo, go home it home was too. like, here's a fucking wall, run into it. Side note, we're also hitting <laughs> the brakes on this train as you're running into it. Like, right before. So it's like not even like you're going to hit the wall with full impact. You're just going to look like an idiot. Yep. And I felt that it reminded me the most of that two weeks before WrestleMania with Kofi Kingston. When everything just took a fucking hiccup. Yeah. And I was angry and upset. And wished nothing more than Randy Orton to win. At clash of champions because it Kofi needs to drop this belt. Uh, yeah. Not because that. Kofi's a bad champion. I'm all right with Kofi being champion. But Kofi is way better in that chase than he has been in anything since holding that title.
0: I would agree. I actually I've actually remarked Orton to actually win because I think it is is true. he's had a good run, but it's time to do something else. As long as they don't really get him back to the make car purgatory.
1: Well, let me ask. Okay, so if you want Orton to win, do you want Kofi to get it back before Royal Rumble?
0: Maybe at the Rumble. How After much, Rumble, I say at the Rumble.
1: At the Rumble, yeah. So if he went, so this is September, October, November, December.
0: So you're talking four months away. If they can build, if they can build destroy story where Kofi chases well enough, which it can be done. Nick, if Orton wins, do you want Kofi to get it back? Soon?
1: At the Rumble? Before the Rumble? After the Rumble?
2: After. After Mania.
1: SummerSlam. Wow, you want him to go another, almost a year without that title.
2: Yeah. Because uh, you look at it this way, it was WrestleMania. WrestleMania was what? Early April, right? In yeah, early April. So now we're going on five months as him as champion. And he's had a good enough run. Yeah, I mean... SummerSlam at that point would be a little less than a year. Um, give opportunity for Randy Orton maybe to carry it for a little while, maybe somebody else to chase it for a little while. you know.
1: What do you think about? So remember the build for Brock Lesnar as your money in the bank champion? Remember how when Kofi and Seth were arguing over who was going to take on Brock? Kofi was like, I need this. I need it to validate me. I need this. I need Brock more than anything else. I want Kofi to lose to Randy only to get it back within a month or two. And the reason I say a month or two is because if Kofi loses to Randy, it starts the validation that Kofi wasn't ready for this. He was stupid. Stupid. He still hasn't beaten Randy yet. Mm -hmm. So losing to Randy puts him back in the chase and then there's something to really overcome because right now you just you kind of just want this to kind of end but i think it's better if you have it look like kofi was beaten before he finally comes back you know because you have to have a reason to fucking cheer the dude so then a month or two he goes up against orton most likely a month maybe at rumble he beats brock lesnar because it validates him further i would think him a, a program with him and brock lesnar would be genius especially because it's a fox sports thing
2: what about kofi winning the rumble
1: no
0: kofi's a every time he's in a rumble it's a gimmick for him just right, how he's that avoid elimination. he finally
2: gets over that that hump
1: yeah but is him winning the rumble a bigger hump to get over than winning the wwe championship no, so then, even if he does win the Rumble, it's still not a big of his moment as his last WrestleMania. Moment. Yeah, and so it can't. does. So like, you kind of want to keep him here, and him winning the Rumble to go fight again at Mania is kind. I mean, sure, it's winning the Rumble, but it kind of it's it's a lower tiered compared to what he was. Him beating Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble, though, yeah, that's a fucking moment, right?
2: Well, obviously, he's not going to have two big WrestleMania moments like that in a row.
0: You never know. You never know. They, did it, know. It's very, they, they did it with Austin. They did it with Roman. They did it with Hogan. Yeah, yeah but he's year not year. that
1: year. Level. I agree that he is nowhere near that level.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying he's nowhere near that level, but I'm just saying. Even
1: good enough to be, to get the, you're right, but it's very possible he could fucking catch some sort of fire, but he's not catching fire the way, the way he's going now. They need to pull that belt off of him and then put it back on him. They need to, I would love for him to be a two-time WWE champion. You um, so that. Smitty, you mentioned it, the women tag match, uh, Charlotte goes over Bailey, uh, getting the pin after the natural selection, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, th- th- is this the moment of the night or the match of the night? Match of the night. Match of the night. Okay for Smitty. It's Nick. Match of the night. Match of the night. Yeah. So a moment prop most likely Austin. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I would say that they were smarter this time about than they were at that uh one show where they had Austin open and then the rest of the show felt like it kind of dragged on. It was oh yeah, the when they, yeah, they
1: open and closed one, with Austin. Raw 2000 or something whatever, like yeah. that, 1500 or Raw 25. But whatever. yeah, it was something that he opened the show and then nothing was ever as good. Um but they were smart by having them open and close? Yes. So They, these women go out there and blow the fucking roof off. Proving even further that, remember, we have been saying that the women were stagnant a little bit after Mania, a little bit after SummerSlam. And now it seems like the women are right back as hot as they were right before WrestleMania. Is this a play because of Sasha, Nick?
2: I think it helps because you get you know, these OG women getting all in the match at one time in Madison Square Garden. Um, you know, it definitely was match of the night, even with a couple, there were a couple big-time botches in that match. I didn't even fucking care. Were there? Yeah, there. well, the one in particular I can remember was Charlotte off the rope. Um, I don't remember if she did a moonsault or... It might have been a moonsault, and she totally landed on all fours over Sasha. Not even landing on her, like straight up all fours. And I was like, it just it looked terrible.
1: Oh, it but didn't it, look like she connects like so. Not at all. Yeah.
2: But uh, again, I was like, well, whatever. It's, the match is still great. Right. Can't win them all. But um, yeah, it was it was a big moment for Madison Square Garden and for the women. And I think putting them, when was the last time you saw a match with those caliber women all together in one match, yeah, you know,
1: yeah, can't even argue that man it was it was beautiful, Smitty, is it Sasha's return and it's upping all these women's game, or is it also a part storyline that's working with this because it was such a stagnant storyline that these that w- women were using, but now Becky's delivering promos like a real fucking boss. Um, Bailey sounding good on her promos. Charlotte's always been promo, and I'll, I'll be very honest. If we're talking about promos, Sasha's first promo back, where she's walking down the ramp, was horrid. Her promo after that was great. Her last couple promos were really good. And I am not a Sasha promo fan. I've always consi- I've always said I, I am. I like Sasha in the ring. I am. If there's anyone who talks the shit of that, the four horsewomen of WWE, it's Sasha. But she had, with this heel persona. Yes. Well, but she's a better heel her, already.
0: Yep. I, I'm, I'm dude, that. I
1: didn't even like her as a fucking. Heel, I, I didn't even like her promos, heel promos in NXT. So it's not just heel. It's what it's what she's believing in, and she's bringing that to it now. Um Is Sasha was Sasha the missing link? Uh, the missing
0: link. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she Sometimes was. You gotta quote in and Journals. I don't know if she was a missing link or not. <laughs>
1: I don't think about that goddamn movie. All of you. All of you are thinking of Michelangelo <laughs> behind the fucking <laughs> don't sausage. Don't You want a pickle? I'll give you a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> you sound just like it. <laughs> 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 Missing Link. Goddamn I'll give you a pickle. <laughs> uh,
2: okay. Well,
0: what was the question again? <laughs> Is Sasha the, uh, the piece? Um... I think she's a piece, but not the missing piece. But I think because all think all, all four piece. of these women have great chemistry together in general. Like I said, all these four women have great chemistry in general when they're uh, together. And then, like you say, it's, it's Madison Square Garden, everybody stepped the game. You say everybody stepped the game up. Game steppers.
2: When I think the fact that Sasha and, and Bailey are both essentially heels now, that really—that's oh, a uh, game changer.
1: Oh, Bailey's not a heel. Bailey what? is the same that she's always been. She has not yeah. changed at all. She is uh, not a bad person. Uh, Jesse says that Sasha is a dime piece. I don't even think
0: Sasha's attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Guess going get sisters? I, 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 I
1: think Sarah Jessica Parker and Sasha Banks are running the Preakness soon. Oh, <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the closest Sasha's getting to be a Philly, in my estimation. Okay. Well, different strokes for different estimation. folks. In my estimation, she uh, she is the glue that holds this division.
0: <laughs> oh, that was a bad jump. Oh, that was good. Okay. On a on, on a positive <laughs> note, everybody knows how caked out Bailey is. <laughs>
1: uh yeah, Bailey's always been thick, dude. Anyway, so.
0: I just wanted to turn this. <laughs> you
1: can't. You, 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 you can't. You, you, she's blinders on, running the fucking Kentucky Derby. So <laughs> that is a Mike. That is a <laughs> That is a Mikey's opinion. Jesse uh, says, "Laugh my ass off, ha ha ha!" Emojis. Uh, I applaud you, good sir. I'm a silly bitch. God damn it. Um, anyway. Triple Crown
2: winner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Raw also brought out Roman Reigns which was the most genius I'm going to bring out Roman Reigns and I guarantee you he gets cheered moment yeah. and they did it and they're they really smart with it and two nights in a row even on Smackdown I, I mean outside of the brawl between those two there WWE was smart. Um with Roman Reigns. Are uh, are we is it leading to a point where you think Roman Reigns could lose to Rowan at Clash of Champions, Smitty? No. no, nope. Nick? No. But- Should he lose to Rowan at Clash of Champions, Smitty? Yeah.
0: Yes, what interference with Daniel Bryan.
1: Okay. Ooh, that's a good call. I could see that with a finger, fingers. All right, what do you... Yeah, I agree. But you still think Roman Reigns is going to overpower. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, The King of the Ring tournament continued for both shows. And the surprise of anything, of all wrestling, in the year of 2019, to me, it's a surprise, but smart. Baron fucking Corbin got let's go Corbin Corbin sucks chance he got the Cena treatment we've all known if you're a follower of this show you've known that I've stated I have lost money saying that Baron Corbin wouldn't hold a fucking championship title and I believe 2017 2017. so 2017 and in October he finally got the US title and we were all like, I was like god damn it I'm paying this money Yeah, baby. (laughs) But in 2017, this time, 2017, two years now, I was saying Baron Corbin was horrid in the ring. Now Baron Corbin was overexposed for a while. All the Shane McMahon stuff, people just wanted Corbin to go away. I thought he was doing great heel work. I said it. I I was like, man, Corbin is a great fucking heel. They finally pulled back on Corbin, even now, with his... King of the Ring stuff. He comes out to the ring and he leaves. He comes out to the ring and he leaves. No major promos backstage. There's a few that are a couple minutes on, but not too much. He's not throughout the whole fucking show.
0: So, are you buying
1: into Baron Corbin, Smitty?
0: I, I already see King Corbin. As no, a no, thing. no, no,
1: no. I don't care about oh, the King buying, of the ring. Yeah, are you buying into Baron Corbin? I'm. I will guarantee. I'd bet fucking money it's King Corbin. I don't give a shit about that. I'm talking about is Corbin. Finally respected to you in the ring to where you want to see him in a main event push. Uh, I don't think I'm bought there yet. Not not quite yet. Have you entered the building to purchase that ticket? Are you still sitting in the parking lot? Uh, I'm in the building. Okay. Nick, have you purchased that ticket yet? Are you still sitting in – are you in the building? Are you in the parking lot?
2: I'm in the building. Okay. I think his in-ring work has gotten a lot better. He's quick. He's a big dude. He's quick. He's got a good move set. He's a good striker. He's solid.
1: I love the fact that he gives himself a rock bottom every time he
2: wins.
0: Yeah. Who's that? That was me. That was you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a self rock bottom.
2: It's true. It's all that
1: fucking end of days is. He's like, hey, lean that way. Okay. (laughs) Rock bottoming. All right. (laughs) That was electrifying. I, (laughs) I
2: win. I like the fact that he is a heel that doesn't make you want to turn off wrestling. Right now, right, yeah, right now they've
1: worked him back into the good shit.
2: Because heel. those heels that make me want to just fucking turn it off,
1: that's not a good heel. That's that's not good.
2: Shame they they say bad press is good press. That that ain't. That's not what yeah. that is. But right now, I want to see what he what, what he does. You know, I'm I'm in.
1: Uh, I bought all the front row tickets. Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> I'm bought in. On Baron Corbin Two yeah. years ago, fuck man, three years ago, because it was the beginning of, uh, somewhere in the beginning, I said he'll never fucking hold a title. He sucks. There's no fucking way they're going to put any trust in him. And you know what? They put that U.S. title on him, and they took it off a month later. I lost $50 a person for a month transition time that <laughs> WWE's like, let's try it. Oh, fuck. It's still not working. <laughs> um, and then they threw him down our throats for the beginning of 2019 and it pissed a lot of people off and it angered a lot of people and I said and you can go back on our shows and listen I said Baron Corbin doesn't suck they're just throw it's the it's the opposite of Roman he is the heel but now you want him gone you know you're not trying to build him as a face this is your another golden boy of yours and we fucking hate him yeah well He's there now, and now he's going from heel to face to where the New York crowd, which is a rambunctious, rowdy, we're going to let you know how we feel crowd, similar to Philadelphia, similar to Chicago, similar to LA. You know, these are some of the loudest crowds you're going to get. New York's more of the wrestling crowd, especially at the Garden. Vince buys a New York crowd more than anything else. And watching this match, Ricochet and Samoa Joe, that match, If that women's tag match had not happened, that triple threat was a match of the night because it was beautiful. And Corbin was exceptional. And I fully agree with the uh, the people chanting, let's go Corbin, Corbin sucks. He deserves that accolade. He deserves that praise. He deserves the people to be divided behind him in a good way. Baron Corbin right now is the, I, I would almost say possibly one of the best heels in WWE. I'm. I think AJ's still number one right now. The, the switch to OC. Um. I I think Joe is good, but he's not. He the reason that triple threat match is so ricochet didn't take the fucking fall, mm-hmm. which sucks. But I'm bought in, and I have the entire front row like it's an NXT show at Royal Oak Music Theater for Baron Corbin. I am ready to see this dude main event after winning King of the Ring next Monday, which is weird that it's not a Clash of Champions.
0: Well, I was, I, that was a question. Like, weren't were the original supposed to culminate at yeah. Clash?
1: Yeah, it was, and then they moved it.
0: To fit in a Roman Reigns match?
1: I, I don't know if it was to fit in a Roman Reigns match. I don't know what it was. It's not the only, is it the only non title match? Yep. Yeah, but you know what, dude? I would have totally guessed Roman versus whatever was going on was happening at Clash anyway. He didn't have a fucking match on the last pay per view. Yeah, Cruz. Yeah, no, Danger Continental. Yep. Everything except for Roman is a fucking championship match. Okay. So, Raw and SmackDown at Madison Square Garden. Combined total. Not which one you think was better or anything like that. Uh, combined total out of 10, Smitty, what do you give WWE's week at Madison Square Garden? 6-5. Uh, Nick?
2: 7.
1: I think I'm with, uh, I think, um, closer to Nick. I'm going to give it a 7-5 because I thought Raw was spectacular. Yeah, I give SmackDown it, takes it away a little bit. But I don't think it takes away anywhere to where I think it's less than a 7-5. Yeah. Well,
0: that's why, like, like, SmackDown was what brought it down to a 6-5 for me. Let's say SmackDown, like you said, felt kind of forced. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I think that moment felt forced. I thought the Bailey and Ember match was really good. Uh, I appreciated how much it put over Chad Gable. Yeah. Uh, even the, that quick squash, but, you know, obviously going to the firing of Kevin Owens was something nobody was expected. Uh, I liked Heavy Machinery on yeah, SmackDown. Like they, like they I, I, I thought the only bad thing about SmackDown was the fucking... Uh, the bad thing. I thought meh was uh, Nikki and Mandy. But I thought the only bad thing was Kofi and Randy, which is crazy. Because that should not have been a bad thing on yeah. that show. You sh- definitely should have thought a Mandy Rose match was worse than what they did mm-hmm. there. Um, but they didn't. and I So I think SmackDown was good, but I don't think SmackDown... Wasn't invested spectacular. Let's say every different strokes for different folks. Talk about Willis. Uh, call me Mr. Drummond. So, <laughs> no, <fuck> him, Lester. <laughs> whoa, whoa, Dang. whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. Well, he All was, right.
1: ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk a little bit about Clash of Champions. We're not going to go fully into our picks, but if you guys want to pull out your picks right now, uh, so we can at least take a look at this, it'll be great for us um we'll talk a little bit about these matches what we're hoping is going to be spectacular where are we thinking some of these things might go so guys go to pro wrestling scorecards.com uh pro wrestling do that get your own ticket uh not ticket fuck i'm still f- Stuck in our fucking booth from StarCast. Get your own scorecard and you guys can play along. Because look, man, there's no reason that the champions of WWE need to be the ones fighting for a title. Tell your friends that you're better than them. Prove it. Beat their ass. www.ProWrestlingScoreCards.com Nick, you are our, our... Our... R. What's a a pirate's favorite letter? No, it's the C. (laughs) 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 That was good, because everyone says R. Sasha Banks. No, she's a horse. Um, (laughs) Um. Nick, what match is sticking out to you for Clash of Champions that you think has the ability to steal the show? Wow. Wow.
2: Um, That's a damn good question. I would have to say the...
1: Nick is thinking about shit. it. Steal shit. Steal the show, huh? Shit, steal. Smitty, was stealing the show to yeah, you? Smitty's was. ready. Yeah. Bailey Charlotte.
0: Bailey Charlotte, really? Mm, okay. I, I'm picking a dark horse match on this one. You think that that has the most potential to steal the show? It, I say Bailey Charlotte because I think we're going to... Most people are probably going to... Most people are probably thinking um, fucking Becky and Sasha... But I think just this, this new attitude out of Bailey. We're going to see some this new attitude out of Bailey, whatever. And in Charlotte, it's always phenomenal. Like Charlotte's always putting on great matches for pay-per-views. All right. Nick.
2: The United States Championship. AJ Styles, A- AJ Cedric and Alexander. Cedric, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm agreeing with you, Nick. Yeah. I think AJ and Cedric are probably going to have the knockout. Knockout drag down.
2: We just got a little fight. a little taste the other day. Knockdown drag outfit. Yeah. Sorry, I said that backwards.
1: Uh yeah, a little taste in two instances. Uh Cedric going over on AJ was great. Uh-huh. You know, it really helps him. Um so let's talk a little bit about our picks. Cruise championship match, true gulag versus Umberto Carrillo Cario. Carillo. Cario <sighs> versus Lince Dorado. Uh I see the cruise championship match. Uh, Smitty, who do you think is winning that one? Who do you have on your scorecard? Gulak. I also have Gulak. Nick, are you going with Gulak? Gabba. Gabba Gulak. Gabba, Gabba Gulak. Uh, the no DQ match, Roman Reigns versus Rowan. Uh, Roman versus Rowan. Basically, just flip that middle letter over. over <laughs> and that's who you got. Each versus the other person. Uh, You know, we talked about it earlier. Do we think that this is enough for uh Roman to win? And I... I'm going to tell you right now, I had Roman Reigns until right now. I'm literally switching it over to Rowan. I think that with the Daniel Bryan uh, interference that Rowan – he still wants his apology. I, I, I think it's going to happen. Uh, Smitty, do you, who do you have picking? I got Roman still. All right. Uh, I flip-flopped a few times. Okay. Um, I'm going to stick with Roman though. All right. That's fine. And uh the United States Championship match as we mentioned AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander. Um possible show stealer. Um both these guys seem to be able to go they play off the ropes quite a few uh times each other. So it's very possible especially with the dives to the outside and everything that there's going to be a lot of aerial moves in this match. Um Smitty where do you think your area moves with this? Notice we're flip-flopping around. We're not giving our full things. Uh, two of our guys aren't here yet. We're just you know uh, showing you the uh, gotta, diversity of the pro wrestling <clears throat> scorecards. I
0: say I got it marked at eight because I think they are, they're gonna not going to get the time like to, to go as full on out as you think they are. I agree with eight. That's exactly what I have as well. Nick, what do you got? I've got nine.
1: Nice. So still same area and things like that. Uh, Intercontinental Championship match. Shinsuke Nakamura coming down with Sami Zayn, taking on The Miz. Miz looking to get, uh, his ninth. Night Ty uh, Jericho. To tie the guy that you're not allowed to talk about in WWE right now. Uh, it was funny. They did an Intercontinental Championship uh, roundtable on YouTube. And it was Randy Orton, Christian, and The Miz. And, you know, they were, she was talking to Miz. She goes, Miz, you got eight titles. It's the second most, uh... Intercontinental Championship reigns behind uh, the person who has nine. And I was like, oh, he's just just not saying shit. Even a YouTube, and you're not even fucking dropping his name. All right, you guys just fucking hate Jericho right now. They just
0: straight up so they are. Uh, oh, fuck, I can't think of his name. They've been wading pretty much. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yo, goddamn, damn, God damn Canadians. Two different Chris's, both out, both Canadian. <laughs> um, Smitty, is there any way in hell the Miz wins this match? Only if they
0: want to deliver a middle finger to uh, Jericho. Oh, you're, that's a really
1: good call. Yeah. That's a really – and I think they do want to deliver a middle finger to Jericho.
0: And that's why I
1: picked The Miz to win this one.
0: Who did you pick, Smitty? Funny thing is I actually do have The Miz winning as well. Yeah. Like I say, because they, WWE, they'll send a the middle finger to whoever they feel like. It. Oh, yeah. You fucking piss off Vince. Yeah, 100%. Nick?
2: I've got Maurice winning this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The first woman (laughs) intercontinental (laughs) champion since the one (laughs) second since Uh, the one that took it off of Jericho the first time. (laughs) (laughs) China, (laughs) did you did you who did you think I was talking about, Smitty?
0: It was like uh, Jarrett when she first won it, but she took it off of Jericho too. Yeah.
1: Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship: The New Day taking on the Revival. Um, I'll be very honest. This match is near and dear to my heart. The reason it's near and dear to my heart is because once again, my extra was used for pro wrestling scorecards. Francesca sounds well. Apparently, on pay per views, Xavier Woods doesn't like to play Francesca too because every time they're in a pay per view tag match, that Francesca does not go off. But every time they're on a television ch- tag match, Xavier has fucking Francesca blowing during the match. Mm-hmm. So I tweeted Xavier Woods today. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted Xavier, and I'll tell you exactly what I said to Mr. Woods. Because, look, let's be very honest. I want this thing to stay. But from what I'm hearing, it might change if it doesn't. So I wrote, Dear Xavier Woods, Hi. I have had an extra included on PW Scorecards the last few pay-per-view tag matches you've been in. The extra asks how many times a Francesca 2 – damn it, I wrote a note, but it came up night – Uh, note is played during the match not once has a note been played and it's making me look really foolish if you could please play francesca 2 during the match this sunday i would really appreciate it also check out pws for real as a person who enjoys strategy games this is amazing and they do a scorecard for every wwe pay-per-view thanks for reading mikey you're like dear to my heart. <laughs> you, you, you literally dare say Xavier Woods. <laughs> I did. I asked him. I said, I need this. I need to be valid. Because it's hilarious that the first time it happened, Daniel was like, I fucking knew it. It doesn't. Have. And then I was like, dude, it's the, they played the tag match wrong. And then the next fucking match on Raw two weeks later was Xavier playing Francesca in the middle of the match. And I said, see? This shit is happening. And he was like, okay, we'll keep it on. But... <laughs> This is my last go-round for this. I think six. I have six. Smitty, what did you have? I put one. Oh, you're so nice to me. (laughs) I think it could happen. Nick, what'd you put? 13. Really?
2: (laughs) Because...
1: That's 13. All
2: right,
1: man. I'm all right with that. As long as this thing keeps going, I'll be good. SmackDown Women's Championship match, which Smitty feels could steal the goddamn show... I said,
0: "Smackdown <laughs> we'll get women's year."
1: I know what you said. I said it. <laughs> I Is Bailey funny. losing to Charlotte? Is Charlotte going to be a ten-time women's champion, Smitty? Uh,
0: and I think Bailey holds on to it. Cause- I also think Bailey holds on to it.
1: Yeah, Nick, you're in the same boat. Yeah. Well, then there's the WWE Championship match: Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. Uh there's huge past with these guys. We've talked about it. They obviously tried to recreate the 10 year ago moment at Madison square garden. And there's many, you know, things going on with these guys, but mainly Randy Orton calling Kofi Kingston stupid. Um, and that is one of the extras here on pro wrestling scorecards. I have six. I think Orton will yell stupid six times. Stupid, 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 then three more times. Uh, Smitty, how many times do you think Randy Houghton uh, will yell I got stupid? it nine. Nine. Stupid, stupid, stupid. That's
0: very, <laughs> I, like...
1: I almost went more. Uh, Nick? I put four. Four. See, really? I he doesn't
0: assess a three. That's why I went with nine. I,
1: I understand that. Um, I will say the reason I went six is because I think others are going to come, but I think it's going to be after the match. I think the one – if I think I, – Look, we'll just go. I think I have Orton winning.
0: What do you have yep. winning? I do too. Mm-hmm.
1: Everyone has Orton winning, and I think that Adam he's like, see, I told you, you're stupid holding it over his head. I can see where more come during the match. I think it's going to be uh, relegated. Up next, the Raw Women's Championship match: Becky Lynch defending against the Sasha Banks, the Boss, the Man versus the Boss. And really, this is just Austin versus McMahon. Okay, it's the Man versus the Boss. Austin was the Man. this with vaginas. innie's uh, not outies. Um (laughs) That's what it is Smitty Who do you have winning this one I got Banks taking the title off of Becky Alright I also have Banks taking the title off of Becky Nick what do you got This could be Look man You could switch it Like you're the champ right now You keep it It's very possible You could just go with a tie And hold on to your belt
2: Well I think uh, Damn, I did have Becky, but I'm also a little superstitious because I've been seeing these Fox SmackDown promos, and you see Kofi wearing the belt, but you don't see Becky wearing the belt in this in these Fox promos. Like they put it dur- on during uh, the Lions Cardinals game the other day. You didn't see Becky wearing that belt. Oh, well,
0: Michael Cole actually made a reference to yeah. that.
2: <laughs> So I'm gonna go with Sasha. I'll, I'll go with Sasha.
0: I think, like me and Walter talk about this. Like we think, they, they, if they want a two woman power trip with uh, Sasha and Bailey, like they did with Triple H and Austin, I think that will bring some validation to all four of those, all three of those, title, yeah. those titles.
1: Yeah. Uh, Universal Championship match: Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman. Uh, is there any way in fucking hell that Seth retains this belt, Smitty?
0: Oh yeah, because I actually have one by DQ.
1: How dare you steal my thunder? That's mine. DQs are Mikey finishes. So I'm, a, I'm, have I'm the gonna tell you why because
0: just, just because the, uh, <laughs> the Firefly Funhouse stuff, I think Bray turns the whole thing a no contest. Pretty much. You think Bray is getting involved with Seth and Braun? Why? Because uh, I just really feel like that he like for some reason he's gonna go after the title. For some reason, I don't know why, but it's just one of those like, something in your feelings. gut. Yeah, yeah,
1: comes in your gut too. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, he doesn't. I said my balls. In
1: gut. Um, Nick, I have Seth retaining my disqualification as well. What do you have going on? There?
2: I had Seth retaining by pin, but now I change
1: it to disqualification. Oh, you're just trying to keep these ties going. Yep. Uh twenty four seven championship is going to be defended in some sort. Uh is there any title changes for you here, Smitty? Uh
0: I got one, but I also no, I got two, but I put truth still walking out with its title. I have zero title changes in truth walking out with it. I should, wait, let me see what I, I thought I put two, but two still could be truth walking out with it. Obviously, I one is not him. I say I got zero still. <laughs> I'm gonna say it was zero. <laughs> Alright.
2: I've got truth with three title changes.
1: Ooh. So another person inside. All right, women's tag team championship match. Uh, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross defending against Manny Rose and Sony DeVille. Uh, Who do you got going over, Smitty? Uh, Uh, I'll I'll go first. You went first last time. Uh, I have Rose and DeVille taking it. I think that this is the start of the breakup of Alexa and Nikki because they're still not doing much right now, even though with the tag titles. And I think it's smarter to put that if you're not really going to do much with it the smarter people to have that on are Rose and DeVille rather than Alexa because Alexa is one of your main mouthpieces, and it's not like they're doing anything
0: with it anyway. Smitty. They're getting more t- – I think they'll keep it on Alexa f- for a minute because and cross because, once again, the only time these titles have got any kind of airtime now is since they've been on Alexa. So if they want to give these titles a little bit more – like make them seem important – and get them on TV. They're going to keep it on Alexa for a minute. All right.
1: Nick?
2: I've got Mandy and, and Sonya Deville.
1: Taking it? Oh, you just really want to try and keep this title for me. All right, cool. Um, finally, the Raw Tag Team Championship match. Uh, Rudolph taking on Braun and uh, Seth.
0: Oh, you yeah. got one this, minute. I I really don't care about this one, but I am just gonna have Seth and Braun retaining. Okay,
1: I have Rude and Ziggler winning because of this is how the, I think the DQ in the Seth and Braun match stems from this. There's some sort of fight, sort some sort of something. Especially they kind of teased it at the end of you know in Raw when he fell and he got pushed into him and broke it up. Uh, but is really fucking paranoid, so I could see something happening in this match to where Seth gets pinned, and Braun is gone. And then there's just like they're tr- he's trying to talk to him later, and like something happens. Oh, you know,
0: fuck that! I actually, do have it. particular Ziggler- <laughs> root.
1: <laughs> Why don't you read your fucking picks before you just say what they are? Since you don't, wrong, how are you wrong with your own picks?
0: Because <laughs> I was half asleep when I did this. Is
1: <laughs> Jeez, man. Uh, okay, so you have Ziggler and Root. Are you switching it to Braun and Seth?
0: Uh, no, cause I think I'm looking at it this way. I will, I would book it. So who do you have? Ziggler and Root. Okay, Nick. Ziggler and Root.
1: All right, the only other thing I really care about, we're not going to talk about announce tables, but who are the five
0: people that you have as unscheduled appearances, Smitty? i got Bray Wyatt, Daniel Bryan, Kalisto, Grand Metalik, and Drake Maverick.
1: Oh, those two are great because they're fucking coming out with to How are they not part of this? I checked the scheduled appearances <laughs> and they were not on there. You're fucking right. <laughs> Man, that was good, Smitty. I currently have Baron Corbin, Chad Gable, Ricochet, Daniel Bryan, and Rey Mysterio. Uh, I'm going to switch it to Grand Metal League. And who's the other one? Kalisto. 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 Yeah, so Grandman Elite, Kalisto, Ricochet, Daniel Bryan and Rey Mysterio. What you got there?
2: Bray Wyatt, Lacey Evans, Baron Corbin, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. Oh,
0: that's a good one because they've shown up for everything.
2: We want smoke.
0: We <laughs> want smoke. Yo, fam. <laughs> Yo.
1: Thanks, Nick. I'm twitching again. I hate Tony Street Profits in there. Yeah, uh, Graham and Elite, Kalisto Angelo Dawkins, Daniel Bryan, Montez Ford.
0: I'm taking off Maverick, for Montez Ford.
1: Wait, you had Drake Maverick on there? Yeah. Drake Maverick doesn't count Oh He yeah. can't count Yeah So you put on Montez for Drake? All right. Yeah Alright Zero notes <laughs> Jesse put zero notes on his uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's fucking it for us, man. Um, Again, if you're listening, remember, if you listen live, if you watch live, Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are moving starting October 6th. You got three more weeks of us here on Wednesday nights, and then we're taking a week and a half off, and we're going to be available October 6th starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Same two-hour show. Going to be going to 1 p.m. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Again, please never forget what happened to us 18 years ago in the country of the United States of America. Um, Remember that it brought us together. Stop using differences to divide us and rather use differences to maybe see the uh, viewpoint of somebody else of someone that you maybe don't fully understand. If you don't understand, ask. You'll never figure things out if you don't try to learn. There's a reason that we go to school for things. It's so we can learn and move forward and make things better in our lives. It's the same thing as stuff that we learn about our past and math and everything that we should try and learn about other people in our country, across the world. You can't be better if you don't understand or try to understand where everything else has come from. You don't need to agree. Just respect the other person. Let's hope that in the next 18 years where we uh, remember this horrid tragedy that happened uh, in New York City to the Twin Towers in Washington to the Pentagon, um, let us remember that this brought us together once and there's no reason we need to be torn apart now. We are your ring crew. Sweetie. Nick. And me the all Mikey one. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out.